0: So, hello Joy. Hello Maria, it's so lovely to see you. Yes, <laughs> so lovely. Great that we can see each other even though we're so far apart.
1: That's really true. And is it evening now at your place? Huh? Uh,
0: yes, it's about, I don't know, it must be about six o'clock here at night I think. Okay. So it's uh, dark already because we're heading in towards winter.
1: Oh yeah, and we are wow. heading in summer. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's the difference. And we are and it's now the start of the day. Right. So but through it's this sure. technique we can uh-huh. meet each other. Joy, can you say something about yourself? What's your name? Uh, what is your profession, when did you learn to know Matameo? what are you doing at this moment, what kind of training groups, what is your experience, so all this kind of things what other people would be interested in.
0: But <laughs> no, I shall do that and if you've got a question about it please um, please ask me. Um, Maria it was the delight of my life actually to meet um, you 13 years ago so so you came to um, Australia in 2008, um, but first of all, I better answer the first questions. You asked me a lot of questions in a row, then, Maria. Yeah. So <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> my name my name is Joy Elford, and I'm a social worker here in South Australia, in the city of Adelaide. Um, I came a little late to social work, so I was what what we call in Australia a mature aged student um, but I've now been a social worker for nearly 20 years Um, and back in 2008 2007 I was working at the Department of Psychological Medicine at the Women's and Children's Hospital here in Adelaide and I was enjoying my work. I'd, um, I'd worked in the trauma area of the hospital where children come in and with serious trauma and accidents and burns and things like that. And then I had an opportunity to move to the Department of Psychological Medicine to train as a therapist, which was something new for me, but a, and, um, a wonderful opportunity. And I'd been doing that for some months and I, I was enjoying it and I was receiving wonderful mentorship and supervision. Um, but a little earlier I'd had an experience um, in a different setting where I went on a home visit with another professional and I was still training at the time and I went on this home visit and we went and we visited a grandma who was looking after her two children and it was completely and utterly chaotic. It was just a chaotic situation with the children jumping all over the chairs and there was no order, there was no calm and it was a really difficult circumstance. And I remember coming home in the car and saying to my colleague, who was um, much more advanced in their career than me, and I said, how can we help that grandma and those two children? And the colleague said, I have no idea. And I remember having this really sinking feeling and thinking, I do not want to be that kind of social worker that has no idea how to help families. (laughs) So it, it kind of set me on this trajectory, I think, of wanting to find out what is it that works, what actually works with families. So here I was now training to be a therapist in the Department of Psychological Medicine and I said to the psychiatrist who was my supervisor, a lovely man, I said, I really need more training. I realised going into therapy that I don't have, you know, going going to be a therapist, I don't have enough training um, and I need more. And he said, well, that's great that that you've got that desire to do more. And he said to me, I've had this um, thing come across my desk. He said, I don't know much about it, but it's called Marta Mayo. And I checked with someone in Sydney and they think it's okay. So so he said, I'm happy to sponsor you to go to the first six days. uh, Sorry, five days. So that was back, I think it was your first place in Australia, Maria. Adelaide. Adelaide. Yes. Yes. So, Maria, I... I grasped that opportunity and I went along to the first lecture that you did in that big lecture hall. And this is the absolute truth. By morning coffee time, <laughs> I had decided that I wanted to do Marta Mayo for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it, I think in a way it touched my heart. So I saw you speaking about the relationship between um, mums and dads and their babies. I saw how you could see in fine detail what was going on and how these parents were supporting their children. And you, of course, introduced the idea of when we support children this early in this way, you know, how much that benefits them right into their adulthood, into their relationships Um, their development and I just loved it so at at morning tea time I rushed up and bought the book (laughs) (laughs) which I still have which you signed for me oh good Um, and then we went to Glenelg for the next four days didn't we yes my favorite place in Australia Glenelg in the beach
1: apartment's
0: Yes, we, I ride past them all the time, and I think of you every time. Uh, yeah. So we had we had those four days, and I was just completely convinced uh, that this was what I wanted to do, um, and I could immediately see the application of what you were training me in with the people that I was currently working with. So I was working in a pediatric children's hospital. Um, providing therapy for children that needed it who were also involved with the hospital. And you very generously started to train me straight away in terms of suggesting that I get going with the videoing, which was (laughs) very brave. But I I remember another little turning point that happened for me in those first five days, and I brought in a video of my niece and and her daughter. And I remember taking the video. It was the first video I ever took in my life. And I remember just saying to my niece, oh, just be just play with your child or just be with your little girl, I need some video for this training. I said, I don't really know much about it but just do whatever you do. And I brought that video in and you you looked at it on day three or four, I can't remember, and my understanding of what I saw was very limited. I thought, oh, not much is going on there. <laughs> and then you, you in your wonderful way, analysed it and you spent – an hour and a half (laughs) talking about that clip, which was five minutes long. And I thought, wow. And what was so lovely was I was able to share some of that information that you'd given me about the way my niece was supporting her daughter with her. And she felt really energised and appreciated that. You know, because she was just doing the best job she could as being a mum. Yeah. But she got that feedback from me and I could see what it meant to her um, as an encouragement. And so, um, as you know, I couldn't stop training after that. I <laughs> that just... I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. When you
1: experience it yourself so deeply, you, you think, oh, I would like that others should know that. Because yes. it's also so healthy for your own heart as a helper that you can give the people something what's understandable for them and usable yes. for, to, to improve the quality of their daily life. And then yes. you have the right heart for the other people that gives so much joy eh? and it yes. feeds yourself. And otherwise, when you must say, don't, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do, eh? it breaks your heart. Literally, yes. Uh, and then you get burned out and when you now can concentrate on giving people the right information to help them to improve the quality of their life yes. it's such a different
0: uh, work yes and I think another aspect of it which um, aligns with what you were just saying is that Marta Mayo gives you a different kind of ability I think to get alongside of people So you're you're still obviously kind of in a kind of an expert role because you're the professional and, you know, they're the parent or the the worker, but it it just gives you that ability to really get alongside of people and be with them, I think, and to provide really concrete And, and it's simple information but it's incredibly profound. So it's simple enough that anybody can understand it um, and potentially use it, which I think is is marvelous. And I've I've noticed that um, I'll talk about training in a minute. But when I do train people, I was I was saying to someone in Western Australia the other day, the thing about Marta Mayo is that you can share it with anybody. That's great. and and I have I have shared and trained um, in people with Marta Mayo from people with very limited education, sometimes even people with slight disabilities, right up to. Um, people with PhDs, and they all receive something important from that training that they can then use in their daily life in their in their um, daily professions. Um, and that I think I understand that more and more as I do it. But I think I was a bit surprised about that to start with. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's been um, wonderful. So I um, I just pretty didn't pretty much didn't stop training. I just kept training, and every time you said, "Okay, let's do therapist level," I said, "Yes, please." I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got to the stage in my career where I had a, I had a few um, job changes, not not big job changes, but when I went to apply for a new job, I would say, "Look, I'm doing Marta Mayo training, and I can only do this job for if." For two reasons the two reasons that um, I need you to accept. the first thing is I need you to understand that I'm training in Marta Mayo and I'm going to continue doing that. And the other thing I need um, I need is clients to work with. Um, and, I, and then I said, and if I'm not allowed to do that, then I don't want the job. <laughs> and that's so good because otherwise
1: people say I would like to use it, but my job does not allow it. Then you are stuck in your own development.
0: Yes. So I made that abundantly clear when I was. There were two more jobs I applied for while I was training, and I got both of them. But I said, "That's what's this? This is, you know, if you if you employ me, then you get me plus Marta mayo." <laughs> so I've, it's a deal. In terms of, yeah. <laughs> in terms of being a therapist, I've used. Um, Marta Mayo in Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services. I've done a lot of work um, as a therapist with um, children that are involved in the foster care system, so the children that are in the child protection system. Um, I've done a lot of Marta Mayo with children who've been removed from families but who there is potential for them to be reunified with their parents. I've done a lot of that work as well. I've done a lot of... um, interviews with children. You might remember that, Maria. Mm. Um, That I did quite a lot of um, interviews with the children. Yeah. uh, Both by themselves, but also with their siblings.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know, I remember that. That's always so good in the Martemeo International Network that people take initiatives with their own personality and with their own culture and so. Initiatives I should not think about but then mm-hmm. I follow it. I think, hey, that's clever what Joy is doing, and in that way, Martemil grows, though, uh-huh, because yes. you get all the influences from all these people. So all the best parts of the people come in the program again and can mm-hmm. inspire other people again in the in the big network. The network is so big now, uh, yes. and then yes. you see that people. It. I am happy that I managed to make an international network organization. Mm. so that people support each other, inspire each other. And that's uh, amazing to see. We all should do something to make a little bit a better world.
0: Yes, yeah. And what what I now, I'm sure you get the same thrill now that I get, is when people train with me, they uh, then go off and use it in a way that I hadn't thought about so I trained an occupational therapist a while ago and she just got really excited about it and so she started a little program where she works um, play groups for children with disabilities and training the parents one step at a time about how to be you know how to follow their children how to positively lead their children how to link their children up and she was doing it in this little group because she thought yes I can use this and I can use it in a new way Um, I think that's also
1: a good development that people take parts of the information out of it and let it fit Mm. into their daily work like we know now from the people from uh, Ireland that they only Mm. cut it out for all the early childhood workers to cut out following and leading. They say when all our professionals who work always with young parents, with young children, um, it would be so good that they know these two things who are so important in bringing up children, to do in free situations following, to give space yeah. to the child, to develop your own inside life, but to also to do leading to help the children to adapt adapt to the outside life, to the world. huh? Mm-hmm. Eh? to do what must be done. And Mm -hmm. I I love it that they, because in that way they can manage, they cannot train all over the country, all the Martemeo to the level Martemeo practitioners, but that they took that most important part out, what's very understandable for parents. And and so I was happy with that. That's also my idea, to, uh, to do that for to leave it behind when I ever should die, mm-hmm. <laughs> to work this coming 20 years on that. All the information, what people say, it's so useful, it's so practical, eh? yes. it's so fantastic to use it in my advice to parents to put it into bigger organisations, eh? in yes. uh, early childhood uh, organisations, in universities, um, uh, all this kind of... Uh, to to that they take it with them.
0: Huh? Yes, and Maria, that you just mentioned universities, and I, perhaps I could share some experiences that I've had, not so much about around working with universities, but working with young people who have just graduated from university. Okay. So, perhaps I could give you um, the example of um, a couple of my nieces, who I've trained actually, um, And both of them said to me, so one's a speech pathologist and one is an occupational therapist, and both of them said to me that they've come out of um, university with all of this knowledge, which is wonderful, but the thing that they didn't get information about was actually how to connect with the children that they were going to be working with. Oh, that's so good. uh, Yeah, and so... So Marta Mayo has just been wonderful for them and, and so great to get that so early in your career um, to know that, yes, you can have a lot of of knowledge, but then actually how do you get to be with these children? How can you connect with them? How can you then, you know, do the things that you need to do with them? That's very
1: interesting. That's what a lot of people say, how to connect. And without a connection, you can forget about development. Another part, what people said already early in the University of Bergen, where they started in the 90s already, is that we studied so much and we have all this knowledge. They even were graduated very well, but then they didn't know what information fits to what family. And they yes. said, Martin Meo helped us to diagnose eh, what is the question of this family and what information should they need? That mm. was also something that you must think, all these books, but there is a, a real family and real children. Yes. So yes. How, <laughs> what book fits now to this? What information should I transfer? And the other thing is that they say they get a more explicit training in transferring information. Yes, had to get that training to transfer it in a way that people come in a developmental mode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I've had um, lots of experiences over these 13 years, Maria, and one important thing that happened for me a few years ago was, so you trained me then to be a supervisor, obviously, yeah. and then a licensed supervisor, which was a great honour. And then um, I was in Tasmania because we managed to get yeah. Marta Mayo to Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I thought, because I'm 61 now, so I must have been 50, 58, I was 58 years old and I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I thought, why on earth, why on earth am I still working for the government when I could actually be a Marta Mayo trainer and do something that I love all the time <laughs> instead of part-time? So I came home to my dear husband, Martha, and I said, I'm leaving the government. And he said, oh, that's good. (laughs) That That we call a supportive husband. (laughs) That's right. A supportive husband. So for the last um, three years, I have been devoting as much time as I want, basically, um, to Marta Mayo. And... Because I've now got more availability, of course, that's growing. Yeah. So I've had lots of wonderful opportunities to train across quite a few different um, areas. So I'm doing a lot of training in the childcare area, uh, in preschools. I've done. I've trained a lot of preschools. Um, and interestingly, at the moment, I'm halfway through training um, a preschool that specialises in disability for four-year-olds. Yeah. That was so uh,
1: lovely to see that. I think that's also a good corona uh, present that we were able to look together through some of these uh, Mm -hmm. clips and to see uh, how, how much profit these workers made from the information because... It's, it was so touching to see these children who don't have yes. so many opportunities to communicate. But with the video and with zooming in, you see at once very small initiatives. And then yes. when the people see that, it's much easier to react on it. And to study on the video is this. The communication so you must put so much more effort in the interaction to reach these children and otherwise everything happens to these children I was yes. very impressed about your work with these people
0: yes and it's it's been wonderful actually and, and for me a bit of a challenge as well of because um, which I love I love to <laughs> I, I, I love to keep growing in Matameo and, and I love um, being able to see more and more. So the more that I practice and the more that I get supervision from you, of course, as well, um, but also the developmental processes just start to make a whole lot more sense to me, you know, obviously through your training, but even just that practice of of looking and seeing and slowing it down moment by moment and understanding what what's going on, I just feel like that um working with this with the children with disabilities has really in, encouraged my growth in that in that area so that's yeah
1: that's i think you it. are right because of we have uh, I'm amazed about normal development. It's unbelievable when you look at your grandchildren, when you sometimes send a little clip or say something, I think, yeah, that's exactly what I see with my children, uh, my um, uh, sisters with their children and their grandchildren. And that's uh, then you are amazed how nature has organized it and how many opportunities there are in daily interaction moments to help the child to what I say, to give them a golden gift where they profit from their whole life. But also when you then look at how detailed work it is to reactivate developmental processes where the development got stuck or because of special needs of the child or because of special situations. But then when you go one step further with children who are born with a disability and they don't have so many ways to communicate, then you must even go deeper and more in detail. And that's, I think, what you experience. But then you understand even more, like what we discovered when a child makes a sound and you repeat Mm. that sound, just that, only the sound the child makes. Then you see how people are amazed that the child at once think, they hear me, I have a voice. I have something to say. And that's the same with the people with dementia. I have worked work now in so many organizations with the people with dementia. And they also have different, uh, smaller and different initiatives. And on another, yes. t- and with another timing as we have. It's so yes. amazing to see when they go to discover the initiatives and go to react on it that the lady, what I saw last week, is not so alone in the world anymore. And mm-hmm. then you see that result. Huh? That is so amazing. Yes, that's true. To, to you discover more details. The more complex the situation is, the more clear you must be in your head.
0: Yes. Huh? Yes. That, that idea that you often um, talk to me about, having a leading thought. Yeah. Is so has been so helpful to me um, on so many occasions. So I saw a video a little while ago of a little lad who's really got very significant trauma and some uh, like uh, relation, relational trauma as well as some disability. And it was pretty chaotic. And I just had this idea in my, it was a following, it was a free play situation. And I had this idea in my head, go back to your leading thought. What, what do we need in a following situation? The the adult in the room must know how to follow and name this little boy's initiatives. And because I just kept that leading thought in my mind, I was much, able, much more able to analyse what was going on in a very chaotic environment. And it was just holding that, that leading thought was really incredibly helpful. And because I was able then to help the therapist who was training to see that, she said, oh, that's, so helpful. I just I looked at that video and I was just completely overwhelmed, <laughs> and it, it reminded me of this idea of yes, but you need to understand what does a child need in that situation. Where are the moments where the therapist gave it to them, and what could they do more of? Exactly. And so that kind of orient, oriented me or gave me an orientation. Yeah, uh, and I so think
1: I always think time is development time. So in a chaotic situation, you must look where could be some developmental initiatives. Yes. Eh? Yes. What does the child do? What could the adult do? And then right. maybe we don't solve all the problems, no. but we know that we used all the opportunities. Uh, mm. for supporting development and transfer that information to workers, but also to yes. the parents. And yes. then the child has better chances. So in that way, yes. I also say sometimes to people, you must also think small. Yes. People always think big, but they'll mm-hmm. say, you must also think small. Could we find a starting point to give them a little bit better life? And let's look step by step how far we come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that's um, such a huge value of the training. And I think um, obviously using Marta Mayo helps the children, but I think one of the the biggest things that I find when I'm training people is that it orients the workers and the therapists and whoever it is I'm training to actually really see the children. That's true. to, To look with new eyes in a way. And to really, to start to look in a fine-tuned way and not to get overwhelmed by everything, but actually to see where are those moments for opportunity and how can they support. And what I love so much is it can be somebody who works in a childcare centre or it can be somebody with a PhD or a physiotherapist or an occupational therapist. It doesn't matter what occupation they have. It's valuable and useful in their everyday interactions and also then sharing that information with the people who really need it, who are the parents or the colleagues.
1: And I also think that's also interesting. When they learn to see the developmental initiatives, know what I should advise in Martemieu terms, how to support that initiative, then Mm. on the top comes their professional know-how. And that Mm. goes to be more than I ever could think about. And that's so good. There is space... To, to learn the basic supportive communication elements from Matameo. But on the top of that, I see a psychologist knows more about developmental processes. Yes. Speech yes. pathologist knows so much more about... And on the top of that, they have an outcome where I mm-hmm. think, hey... That's, that's amazing because they can put their professional know-how also yes. the way they handle in the culture. Like you mm. talked to me about, I worked with the Aboriginals for a while in Australia and you um, said they asked if you could go further eh, to train people. And then you think also this culture, when you work together with the people, Uh, in that culture, you learn so much yourself. And at the same moment, you respect their culture. Like some people ask me, what people do you take with you? I'm not crazy. There are people enough. There are people um, in that culture who are psychologists, who are uh, daycare workers. When you train them, they include every time the part of the, the culture. I have uh, experienced that in 1994 in India, how different it was for me and how poor yeah. the people were and all the the villages around Calcutta, how the mamas uh, couldn't speak, uh, could, uh, couldn't uh, read and couldn't write. But they understood Marta very well and yes. how the yes. mamas were really so happy with something that didn't cost them anything, but improved the quality of their life so much and yes. on their own strengths, so they said, "I feel so respected by Matteo because you brought us new information eh, about supporting language development. Then a mama who could do it so well could train other mamas in the village." Eh? And they said, "Maria, yeah, we don't have many. We don't have many um, uh, professionals. We don't have money for that, but we have many mothers." <laughs> and the mothers who have learned it transfer the information to the other mothers. And then yes. I loved it so much that they put it, everything in it to improve the quality of their own life. And that I meant also with on one's own strengths, yes. to find where people, to tune in the whole time, where are opportunities, there's people in their own culture, culture, mm-hmm. in their own country, in their own social environment, how they could improve the quality of their life. And I think that's always a big thing in Martimeo, to have such good supervisors who are able to do that, Uh, who are are willing to adapt the whole time. The way you work, the information stays the same. I always had an idea when I first worked with children, I adapted to each child the way I worked, of course, you all do, but then also with the parents, then also with the professionals, then also yes. with another country, another culture. So, and then you must be willing, out of respect of the other country and the other culture, um, to, to be able to adapt the whole time the program to the people and not yes. that the people should adapt to the program.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I love so much about it because you can share it with different professions and different um, groups of people and they can take it and use it in a way that fits with them rather than us kind of dropping a program on them, you know, exactly. that you must fit the program. But actually it works the opposite way around. And, and it's terribly enriching as um, a professional to be training people and to be learning so much about the other exactly. profession. I learn so much when yeah. I do the training, um, so it's um, quite a reciprocal process in lots of ways.
1: And that's but why, had, yeah, and that's why oh. I think joy it's so important to keep that alive. Now oh. the the program is functioning in fifty three countries; it's popular, and then a lot of people think you must bring it back to a certain. Uh, this is Matameo. But yes, Mm. there is basic information, but it can be every time also different. And also Mm. with researchers. And so they have an idea that that's difficult. They would like more that you say in each family we first do uh, Mm. eye contact and the next we do... And then I think... But that's not life. It's so good no. because that's why you keep enjoying training. That's why I keep enjoying doing presentations and training all over the world. Because it's every time different. It's like life. You learn yes. so much. My mama said when she was 95, I asked mama, and mama, does it ever stop that you learn new things? She said, no, Maria, it will never stop. <laughs> and then I thought, ooh yeah. And that's true. It's always exciting.
0: And why would you want it to stop? Because <laughs> learning is such a um a thrilling, enriching experience. Why would you want to stop the learning? Exactly. But some
1: people would like that it is clear. Now I'm finished, and eh? Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's clear and now we can do it always like that because it should fit better in organizations. But that's why I'm so surprised that it's so popular and so booming in Germany the last 25 years because some people think about the Germans. They are so structured and more strict, but they love it. They love Matemayo because they also are efficient and they love success. So it fits very well. And organizations, they speak with so much love about their clients and about their work, and they have success and so. And then I think, yeah. So I was very surprised that especially they were so enthusiastic and started to think about how Magde should be organized. I think I have sent you the tree also from Sweden. There is a little organization tree. Did I send that to you? There's a tree, tree and you have roots under the tree. And they have, um, ah, then I must send it to you, in Örnsköldsvik, in in north of Sweden. There we are since 1990. And they have reorganized the helping system. And she has made uh, the licensed supervisor there as draw a tree and then the roots are the highest people the highest paid and the people who can make decisions so the government the managers are all down here the the in the roots and they feed the martemiou tree and then she has designed in the tree what uh, areas professional areas are the best developed Martimeo areas. So in the child care, in the schools, in the elderly care. And then she has on the left side, in the tree, are still light green leaves. And they must be feeded a little bit more. Yeah. And, yeah. To, to, and that was so beautiful. And I think, what a beautiful idea. That well, you also think about a... organization structure. You should mm. not suppress the people because here are the people who must get the ideas. And they must mm. be supported by the managers. And not that they take decisions that you think, oh, they don't mm. know how it works with clients. Huh? Mm. Yes. Yeah. So I shall send that to you.
0: Yeah, I would love
1: that. Yeah, it's a good idea to, to inspire. I think in a lot of health organizations, you see that the best paid and best educated people are on the top, but they mm-hmm. are sometimes disconnected with the work floor. And that uh, breaks the heart from the people on the work floor when they take Mm. decisions, when they work in the elderly care. And then they are bigger and bigger and bigger organizations. They are far Mm. away from the the everyday life on the work floor. And then they experience decisions that they think, it doesn't work like that. When Mm. I must make a registration of what I say... uh, then I can't speak anymore to the neighbours, so why <laughs> writing a lot to control their work? And and then I thought, that's now a good inspiration from Sweden and mm. that they organised it in a totally different way.
0: That's wonderful mm-hmm. and lovely to have that representation.
1: Yeah. So, Maria, what else would you like to know? <laughs> uh you also said such so a beautiful command about being uh using Matameo in being a grandmother.
0: Ah uh, yes. That's been an absolute delight. Um so I've got two grandchildren and another another one coming soon. Yeah. So I have a six a six year old and a three year old and I just love being with them and I consistently use it's just a part of a part of me really now to just use all of the Matameo principles with them. I love to spend time following whatever whatever it is that they're doing in the moments when they're allowed to be followed, of course, uh, when they can have free time. And we share lots of, um, lots of interests. So my grandchildren love birds. They love to paint. They love to draw. They love, you know, all the sorts of things that children love to do. And um, we have such a, a rich relationship because of that, I think. And the other thing that I um, I constantly use in those moments where the where the children need to be doing what they need to do, um, all of those positive leading and detailed guidance they just work so well. I mean, they don't work every time, but they no. work most of the time. <laughs> it's, really, it's incredibly helpful, and it just means that our time together is um, so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Bob, so. And- They love to be with me and I love to be with them. And they absolutely love being with their grandfather, who is a natural Marta Mayo man. That's really
1: true. That's really true. And that's so lovely. Also, when you hear him talking about the grandchildren, I think it's Mm. such a joy again. So it's also a kind of golden gift to grandparents. And then Mm the grandparents to the grandchildren and it's such a support for the young families i think we i'm so happy that your son moved so much closer again because i've seen it in our family life with my mother who supports in that time most people stayed in the village and my father built houses for the new children who married (laughs) so they're all a little bit in a circle around them Yes. And then my mother was able to uh, to be grandmother, to take care, to give wise advice, to mm. to say, wow, that will work yes. out," yeah. or yeah. "That's normal," and that kind of things, and support in some moments that they have a little bit space mm. to breathe again. Huh? Yes. and I yeah. think that's why I would like uh, I now developing <laughs> the ten golden gifts package for. Mm. Uh, I call it the circle of love and that's no. for parents, grandparents and for all the people around the child to have interaction moments with the child. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be friends, that can be uh, the, your other child, that can be your sister, that can be neighbours, that can be uh, everybody who has interaction moments with this child... A circle of yeah. love, I call it, to give information, ten golden gifts, and then I show with families. I filmed. I asked three families to film from birth to three years old, all day interaction moments, and then I highlight this is a very normal daily interaction moment. But what does the child learn from this, and where yes. does she learn it, and where does she use it in her life? And that kind of links they are so refreshing. And I think that would be so good. Because, do you know how I came on the idea? Because of so many people after the training as professionals, they said, Ah, oh, Marie, I used it so much for my own children. And I said it to my daughter. And she used it for her children. And then I thought, Yeah, you don't, not everybody can do a professional training in Martomeo. Should I not? take that information on a very light level uh, for yeah. to make a learning set, I call it, for parents, grandparents and all the people in the circle of love.
0: It's a very good idea. And I've had the opportunity um, in the last couple of years to also share basic Matameo information with some people from the church and children, people that go take their children to a play group at our church. And then I had a, a child and family health services um mums group that had joined together and they asked me to come and do a presentation and it's so lovely to be able to give that simple but profound information about connection and one of the people that trained with me she said to me one day she said you know I think Marta Mayo is just about love
1: no (laughs) that's not good yes I think that's so true and they think
0: yeah there you go.
1: But I also was so impressed that you even did a presentation in the church.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> Not mean, I'll, I'll present anywhere. <laughs> 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 any Whoever wants to hear it. Any opportunity I get. And the other, one other thing that I do that I quite enjoy, Marie, which I do twice a year and I've been doing for 10 years now, is I, I do a lecture, just a one-hour lecture, in um, Marta Mayo in the Certificate for Infant Mental Health here ah. that our health SA run. And I get great feedback once again. So I'm just – sometimes I only am with people for an hour and then I find out that the very next day they've used the information and found it useful and valuable. So that's been an ongoing um, thing that I've been doing for a very long time. But clearly, you know, even sometimes just an hour's worth of information – can make a difference to another person and often um, when people are training at with the basic training or the therapist training they often reflect about how it's helping them connect with children in their their services but once again the same thing Maria they talk about what a difference it makes in their lives with their own children their own grandchildren and their husbands and partners sometimes (laughs)
1: It's all about relationships and interactions. People always ask me, where can you use Matameo? It said on every moment that there is an interaction um, with a person, you can use Matameo. Later, you must help me to remind, I must discuss something with you about a new level of training. People, Uh I'm thinking about um, helping them uh, to, to use it also on more on management level. But I All want right. to find a better word, so I thought i go to ask Joy about it. I want that there is development in it, like staff development or something like that. But mm-hmm. that we talk later about, because I promised my German and Swiss uh, people that I talk, that I go to look what, uh, so you have Martin Muir, colleague, trainer, therapist. When you go to do something on that level, but must give it a name, How should you name it? But we can discuss that later. But I also love that you said to me when you worked in the church that are all such good people and they want to do the best in their life, but still Hmm. you need also information. When you think love should be our orientation point in dealing with other people, but then you must have a love model. And when you did not get that, how could you still develop it and get practical tools? How could you learn to know your husband better? It's so simple that when your husband talks about something, not to immediately have a judgment about (laughs) it, but to have a few questions about it. And not questions like, how could you think that? But, oh, and is it? Oh, and then you would like, and so, and then... People who use that say it, that's so good because you are immediately in a kind of discussion. But yes. first, you should just know, and that's what we always say in Martemeo, the message behind the problem as a couple And to to know how to learn to know each other better is following the initiatives, eh? naming the initiatives, then somebody feels I'm seen. When he says something repeated once, when he has a little bit of tendency, I don't think you hear me. All these very practical tools, a lot of couples said it helped us so much. So I was so happy when you wrote uh, last week to me and that you said, "Look, Maria, we also, from the church, we guide uh, couples, young couples. I think mm. that's so good to, to have that earlier days, that was more of that. And now, who does help young couples to deal with all the challenging eh? in, in challenges in building a relationship, And building yes. a relationship is a little bit the same as what you do in earlier life.. Eh? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's been um, um, a lovely development as well in the last 12 months. During COVID, actually, that that group started. So that's been great as well. Yeah. I've had lots of opportunities and I continue to get more opportunities. So I'm having, as a result of um, the last lecture, one hour lecture I did in the certificate for for mental health, I'm having more conversations with a group in Western Australia. So we'll see where that Okay,
1: so then we end this part of the podcast, and I think you will inspire a lot of people, uh, the English-speaking people, and um, I think that's a wonderful way that people, I want to make my new website a little bit more of family affair so people can yeah. visit the website and think hey Meo worldwide oh here mm. is a podcast here is a vlog and that they can hear ah what is Australia doing with it what does Joy do? How does she speak about Marte Meo? That you recognize that and feel inspired. So thank mm. you very much for this conversation. Oh,
0: my absolute my absolute pleasure. <laughs> I wish Lovely you good dear
1: Maria. I wish you good to work together with you.
0: Huh? Okay. <laughs>
1: Then we Uh, stop this recording, then we can cut it there.